Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 24th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. I wanted to be the first person to wish you a happy National uh, Tight Ends Day. I don't know if you've been tuned into the football coverage, but today is uh, National Tight Ends Day, and I didn't want you to miss it. Oh, really? That was Why'd they pick a Sunday? Does the NFL need more gimmicks for more publicity? It's the last, it's like the last league company. That needs more juice, right? That's like, I mean, th- this is what you do when you're thirsty and you need a reason to like promote, I don't know, f- tacos, it's not fruit at work, stuff like th- these random things. But I don't think the NFL, I suppose we can appreciate tight ends more than they're appreciated. But uh, what a weird, terrible thing. I- I've been trying to avoid the NFL. The Browns were on here locally. Did you watch? Did you watch? Nope, didn't even tune in because I I, and I didn't have conflicts. I had a late youth soccer game, and I just avoided it. I could have watched the whole game on my TV. Just didn't even didn't even try. Why did you avoid it? Because they're terrible. They're frustrating. This is one of the most unlikable Browns teams. That's saying something by Brown standards. It's just frustrating and unlikable. Terrible penalties, mistakes. Brissett's been all right. They're just really just not a fun experience watching Browns games this year. And that's before we get Deshaun Watson back. So uh, what, what do you have to do? Wait till Monday night. <laughs> How are the bears and Broncos? <laughs> I feel like every time there's a national TV game, it's either the bears or the Broncos. Somehow this unbelievable <laughs> I, run for the first two months, the bears have done what they've done Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday, Thursday night. night, all in like the last three or four weeks. I don't understand it. I, I mean, I don't. Nobody thought this team was going to be good, and it, it's kind of it puts Fields in a bad spot because that's like all they want to talk about, right? Because it's a national TV game. I, I watched like the post game after the Commanders game, and all they did was talk about Fields, right? Because like the Commanders are boring. There's nothing to talk about, right? And and the Bears are pretty much boring. Just outside of like the let's have a conversation about Justin Fields. So like he's in the crosshairs with all these uh, primetime games. Well, and you know, I moved. I'm out of market now, and I hate yeah. the primetime games because <laughs> it's just an unnecessary, it's an unnecessary national attention on, on this <laughs> terrible franchise that I follow. I've actually, you know, it's, I it's, I was texting a couple buddies. Uh, you know, now that I'm out uh, in Central California, I feel like I need like a uh, a West Western Conference hoops team that I can call like my like. You know, not my team, but my other team, right? Well, you're you know, the Bulls are always going to be my team, but you become a Warriors fan? No, 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 absolutely not. I well, yeah. I was, uh, I was saying, you know, to say. to mimic the dysfunction of Chicago sports ownership, you know, just the awful owners that we have in Chicago. I Kings? was thinking that the Kings would be my. Oh, that kind of fun. Be kind of fun to get in on the Kings. You know? <laughs> That's what I'm They're, thinking. I, I think like. Good. You know, so I think I'm going to become, I'm, uh, you know, my, my second team's the Kings now. I, I think okay. I'm, I'm pretty I set like on it. I think I get the games, 
So, you oh. know, I could I could watch some Kings basketball and uh Yeah, how does that work? Where where's the dividing line between getting Kings games and Warriors? I games? think you get both of them here. You just get both of them if you're in Central California slash yeah. Northern. Okay. All right. I like that. I that's a great choice. Kings all the wait, you know. Just, Tisdale, Mitch Richmond, all 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 sorts of Kings And they'll legends. just disappoint me at every turn. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like you're you're a Cleveland fan like Outside of my my childhood in the '90s with the Bulls, sports is just a constant disappointment for me. There's been a lot of yeah tough tough seasons. The Cavs took it to the took it to the Bulls last night. Yeah, I don't know without of Garland. Course. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, Zach Levine's uh, a subtraction by addition. Guy cannot doesn't play any defense. I'm just watching this Lakers highlights. I think this is one of the more incredible like must watch for all the bad reasons sort of circumstances we've had in a while and i I would even if you're not a big nba fan it's kind of interesting russ westbrook pulling up from like 25 feet when they're up one with 35 seconds to go and 24 23 seconds still on the shot clock i mean this is fascinating to watch but this is your sports sunday minute there this you is, go. Well, every sport's going on right now. You know, the thing about the Lakers is, you know, I think their uh, their player GM got in their own way. This is his own doing. Oh, you're gonna, you're going to turn this into a LeBron deal? Yeah, he should have signed there. Always been a bad GM. He's, he should have come the to the Cavs. Torpedoed the Cavaliers too. Yeah, that was it. Made it harder. That's for sure. He <laughs> he he did have to look at himself in the mirror on that one. Did not make it easier. Um, also, sports minute. The Phillies, ever since we did that live show up in Philadelphia, you know, they've been hot to trot. Now they're going to the World Series. Congrats to the Phillies. There you go. That's all How about sports. the Let's clunkers the of the, the NL and the ALDS? CS? The championship CS. series? I mean, yeah. the CS. I got yeah. confused there. It does seem like the the Astros are gonna are putting the wood to the yankees so i saw right. the tickets tickets for the yankees game were going for 27 dollars really Sunday. well i guess it was supposed it's to like this rain oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's <laughs> not nice here on the east coast today so. um all right sunday sports, sports update <laughs> there you go or that two or three NBC sports desk just like yeah, you're watching Bank golf of America. US Too bad Bank. we should have had jimmy roberts calling could have helped yeah. us through that we could have Jimmy Roberts on. Um, all right. Roy McIlroy wins the CJ Cup. Lydia Ko wins the Korea, uh, the BMW Ladies Championship. Stephen Alker wins the Dominion <laughs> Charity Energy, whatever, Schwab Cup, leg one in R- Richmond. Um, and who won? Oh, Yannick Paul won uh, the bullet. Won the the bullet really bit the bullet open. down the south of the stretch. The bullet fa- failed the fire. It was blank. <laughs> bulletproof. They can make a lot of terrible, terrible puns. Mallorca's bulletproof. When, uh, something I was thinking about with the bullet. When does a bullet stop? Like, does it? When does a bullet fall out of the sky? Like, uh, if you shoot a physics. gun, yeah. When will it just fall? When it loses. I mean, th- we learned this in like, physics way back when. When it, you know. How long does it fly though for? Like, how, if I don't I know. I think it depends on what kind of over an ocean uh, power when would you it got? fall out of the sky. <laughs> I don't know. 
I like. I was legitimately thinking about this this all morning. After Marcus the Armitage. Yeah, this is what sent you down about, this like, path. How to explain right. what happened to the bullet? And I was like, he just lost steam. He just fell out of the sky. I mean, isn't that a thing where people are sadly lose their lives and are are injured yeah. when like people just start shooting guns at like their Yosemite Sam up into the air to celebrate things or it's be mischievous? It happened. Uh, I guess like a. a bullet a, a death happened in san francisco like this week from like a mile away huh interesting well marcus armitage went bogey double bogey bogey he <laughs> fell out of the sky and, and landed harmlessly in the i don't know uh, out of bounds in the hazard so he was uh he was not good he was two two shots clear i think with three to play it and seemed then, like it was over right and the Mallorca. I mean, and, and everybody, I had a friend text me. He's like, you can tell. He texts me like right as he went up. Like these Euro Tour announcers get a little extra pep in their voices when the bullet's like there. <laughs> it's like you, they really get happen. whipped up. And then they're just, doom, tanked right away. So, uh, but Yannick Paul wins that. Those are your four winners. Um, made a putt. Made a putt on the last hole. It was That was a good watch this morning. The one thing that I have been noticing, I've been watching some of this uh, Euro swing. Just how sad of shape some of these courses are in, in terms of like restoration. The greens are tiny. They're so shrunken. Like all these places need to have greens pushed out. This is just a nerdy architecture thing, but I ha- it's unbelievable. Next time you turn into like Euro tour at some, you know, uh, course in the continental Europe, you'll see a probably see a golf course that has greens that are like a, half the size they should be well they go to these like <laughs> they go where they can right and if there's not power lines there's greens or they're built on the side of a hill and like cypress like these last couple of years have been interesting for venues um but yes you're right they're the the valderrama greens i wouldn't say are, are large and the mallorca ones were, were a little like pin drops so uh, let's start with the most recent. Yeah, Rory finish. wins. He goes to he goes to number one in one of the world rankings. He's fifth in one and first in the other. I'm just not sure about about what to believe, but he's number one in what they call the official world golf rankings. He's fifth in the in what the PGA Tour calls the FedEx Cup. But um, you know, he goes go to that. Right to but that. we're talking about the Bullet and Euro Tour instead. Yeah, and other things, the, the Phillies. Um, yes, he's number one in the world. He beats Kurt, the Kitty Cat. We had a great power trio. The Kitty Cat, the Prince of Pontevedra, and the Husky Boy in the final group, final trio down at Congaree, where there were a couple people there. You know, again, talked about this on Wednesday. Don't want to go into it again. Just a, a real missed opportunity. And, and, like, I was thinking about it. Like, this is supposed to be a Korean event. Which I don't understand why the the women are playing in Korea and the men are not. If it's like a, a COVID deal or precautions, why why are the women there and the men couldn't? But like, if you're gonna relocate it, <clears throat> try to maybe scoop up a little bit of the Korean diaspora somewhere. And I gotta say, I don't think there's probably many people that ended up in Ridgeland, South Carolina. Like, go to a major metropolitan area on the West Coast. I, you I know, don't know. I would have Separate to. Deal. I'm going to push back. I'm going to push back here. I'm going to say that that uh, Congaree has, you know, as you'd expect, luxe food, epic food scene at Congaree. Well, so yeah. maybe the chef there can make a mean Korean dish. Maybe well, that's where where they were getting 
You know, they got. Or, I picked this up from Trevor Illman. Unless the broadcast, the Bibby Go Boys, the they they had fifteen chefs flowing in from Bibby Go, and they were just really? making Korean stuff there in South Carolina, in the middle of South Carolina all week. So, I miss. I uh, I want more Bibby Go um, commercials because I I really want to get some of those dumplings now. Yeah, they they look they look so good every time <laughs> they flash. I don't know. Is that available in the United States? I'm not sure. I've never seen them at my grocer. It's like a Sonic situation. Sonic running ads, but the closest Sonic's, you know, 350 miles from you. I never understood that. All right. So Rory McIlroy's number one in the world. Here's my other question. Do you think the tour was afraid to go against the women in South Korea? Um, From your your KJ choice? Talking about Flashback Friday? (laughs) Where are the women playing? That's, you know... I guess maybe they were scared of it. They didn't want to. Yeah, they didn't want to be play second second fiddle to the to the women in South Korea. So they went to Congaree, got a late Sunday or five thirty finish on Sunday. Rory wins. He's back to number one in the world. Um, I guess it was close. Didn't seem really close, right? He was three up at the back line. There wasn't a lot of drama. It was close, but Rory did what like great players do, and he won the tournament. He went out in the back nine when everybody else was kind of like, you know, a, back nines of, of tournaments are really hard. Like you're, you're grinding, and, and, you know, pars sometimes feel like birdies, and Rory went out there and birdied four or five. It was really impressive. I think, like, honestly, the shot that I was most um, impressed by, I think the hardest shot on that golf course is the tee shot on 13 and he hit just this beautiful low cut he had missed the fairway the last two days um i don't know what he did thursday but it's a really hard waters down the left and yeah. dog legs hard to the right it's just a really hard tee shot and when he hit that i kind of was like uh you know he's probably going well and then he makes a birdie on probably the toughest hole on the back nine after the you know that tee shot's really hard and then next hole is a part really long par three birdies that hole and he's off right and then there's yeah. obviously kind of like the mongolian reversal on the par four with with kitty drives the green he's in the bunker rory makes it makes a birdie and, and Kitiyama makes a par you know right. but uh it was you know 20 23 pga tour wins now three i think like the thing that like i take away from this we you know last year we were like this win doesn't matter you know, it's the CJ Cup. It doesn't totally. matter. Totally, I was thinking the same thing. Go ahead. I want this year, why it matters. Like a win to get to number one in the world to me matters. Like when you yeah. go out and win, like for Rory, I think the things that matter are majors and weeks at world number one at this point in his career. Because yep. like I started, you know, you start to look at it. Um you know, and there's a longevity aspect. Yes, too, there's a like longevity adding. aspect of being at the top of the world. He's now been at the top of the world in like for over 10 years of his career. He's been, you know, in the mix for number one in the world. And that's uber impressive. And you start to think about like, so since the world golf rankings came about in 86, you know, sure. Greg Norman's in there and Tiger. Those are the only other two players. And Tiger's, I think, 17 years and, and Greg Norman's around 14. So 10 years between. Number 10 one. years between or, or like their first visiting. stint as yeah. at yep. number one and like their end stint. So if you think about Rory, I mean, the other thing about this, and I wrote this a little bit for the Friday newsletter, but like at the at, after the Masters, the idea of somebody else ending the year world number one. Mm-hmm. was absolutely unfathomable. 
like Scotty Scheffler was so far out in front in world number one. That just like shows how good of an end of the year Rory has had. Basically since what, like Canadian open kind of, kind of like mid or early. You know what? Since live. Well, yeah, since I didn't like know. The, I, I didn't Liv know if we should go there. Like, golf. Fassel, is that Fassel to say this like activated and engaged him in a way that like was motivating? Like uh, that feels like something that you just you could jump to without ever really knowing. It could be, yes, that could be the case. It's kind of amazing that he's seems to be trying to do a lot of organizational things behind the scenes, right? Um, whipping players, trying to save, you know, quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes, save the tour or, or help it. Um, and yes, he's been extremely good since about mid late June all the way through now i had the exact same thought so like rory gets into the class with like a dj um we're like what does winning another wgc do for your view like for rory now it's like the majors right i mean it's the majors, but i think there's a difference there with a dj type and a rory because of the longevity aspect of it like they are they are playing for a different kind of legacy when you can say you did it, you know, 10, 15, 20 years apart or, or kept winning loaded fields 20 years after you did it. Um, like versus, I'd say like a Cantlay, like if Patrick Cantlay won this week or win it, like he's at a point where like he has to do something other than win like Bob Hope's and Amex's and win like regular PGA Tour events. I think... I, Whereas with Rory, there's obviously the get to number one in the world part. And there's the sort of demonstrating I can still win events with 15 of the top 20. I'm, I'm the best player in the world. And I was 10 years ago. And that that it was interesting. He was emotional. I, I also thought it was like, what a day, random day in October. You had Lydia Ko winning and Rory McIlroy winning. Arguably like two of the best players, you know, two like, the two name brand players on both tours for the past decade about, you know, Tiger is his own shots fired at Lexi Thompson there. Tiger's his own category. And both were really emotional. Both were like emotional. I remember he's been emotional about a lot of things in the last few years. Ryder Cup. I'm starting to, I'm starting to, you know, Brooksy was emotional on Jetta. You know, Brooksy was emotional in Jetta, but like, it's just interesting to see two people in both Lydia and, and Rory have accomplished a lot, almost everything, like in a late October win. Um, it's like competitors love to compete and winning still like means something, even when you've done it a lot and have already been at the top of the mountain. So uh, I, I do think the win to get to number one meant something extra. Obviously it meant something extra. And it would you say he's like, he's felt like the best player in the world now, right? For the last three, four months. He has. I mean, you would Seems you could say he arguably had the best major season. You <laughs> yeah. know, like yeah. he, that's a separate he a, question. He had a we great he had a great season in the majors. He's had a great season on the PGA Tour. Um, you know, I I like calendar years. Looking at calendar years more than like wraparounds. Like yeah, you know, I think that's one of the things that's super silly about the game of golf, right? <laughs> like why don't if we're going all year, it should just be years, you know? Um, so anyways, I I think with 
it's it's a really impressive year. It's the best we've seen them since before the pandemic. Like, okay. and I think one of the things with with very thoughtful guys, the tour can be exhausting and eventually lead to you being a little disengaged, right? When you've been out on tour for a long time, it's the same towns. It's the same Caesar salad, as as Cole Starts would say. It's just the same thing, right? And, and it's almost like you see this, like, like a lot of thoughtful people end up with like, go do different things. Like somebody, you know, I, I think like they end up like, and they end up flaming out sometimes. Like, I think it pays on the PGA tour to like be kind of boring because it, it's really redundant. Like you play every week at the, like it's just the same schedule effectively every so year. Not have like interests and stuff and not have, or just yeah. want to be a robot on the range or robot kind of home mm-hmm. course. Okay. And I think one of the things with like, I don't know if this is true. This is just me pontificating, but I really believe that live like, is getting better golf out of Rory because he just seems more engaged in the game of golf. He seems like he's actually like cares, you know, during the pandemic, he talked about how fans, he didn't have any juice from fans. I don't think the fans were the juice problem. You know, I think like just the idea of golf was the juice problem. And I think right now, I think he really believes like, and I, I would imagine that this is probably, you know, the idea of like what live can have everything, but if I'm the best player in the world, they'll never have that. That's the other thing. They'll know, they, they, you know, right now they don't have a shot at the number one player in the world. It could be, they could, if somebody else snuck in a, a, a rumored name, obviously Cameron Smith. But if, if Rory probably is not climbing unless he if, wins a major, if Rory is who Rory has been, who Rory's been this year, it's going to be really hard for anybody else to be the number one, the best player in the world. And I think like it now it's just a matter of a major falling his way. And like you start to stack oh. up. Like, I think the thing about the 10 year, the 10 year world number one thing that got me thinking is like, when you start to look at like the pantheon of great players, and obviously most people are always going to center around majors, right? Who won the most majors, but there is an aspect of like, world number one in time span between them because like you start to get like even when you go before the rankings right who was the best like jack would be a guy that spanned a really long time there aren't a lot of guys that span a really really long time brooks and rory have the same amount of majors would you say their careers are in the same class no right so like there are things you can do outside the majors and and rory's now what is it? Nine? Going to be nine years going on? Like it's kind of unfathomable based on the golf that he's played. Um, like but, even like so, like Ben Hogan. I mean, his major wins were all from forty six to fifty three, and obviously there were some complications there, right? But like, you know, he has more majors. But what you know, what's more impressive, four majors then, or you know, I I think like his major career is a little bit more impressive, but like, you know, you start to look at like when was he the considered the best player in the world? 
it wasn't that long. Like he struggled a lot early. Like it, it took him a while to be the best player. Though, like so, you start to do this, and it's like, you know, Byron Nelson, like Sam Snead. I don't know if Sam Snead was ever really considered the best player in the world. Won just a shit ton of events, always winning. Yeah, but, yeah. but so you start to think about it. It's like, you know, that's the if he if he can hold on to world if he can get another hundred weeks at world number one like you're gonna be looking at like a guy hundred weeks yeah it's a lot of weeks that's i know it's a years. lot that's a deep tour deep game there's no now. way he's gonna catch norman at, at, like he talked about be- at the beginning of the week like 332 yeah. there's no way yeah that's a lot a hundred weeks i guess so yeah that's i that's he's only 33 i know i know so that's deep, deep tour. Um, I think I the know. way he's aging is really, you know, versus like, you know, knock on wood, but there hasn't been many injury risks, injury problems at all. No, like you've never had like any. It hasn't been like little knickknack things, right? Yeah. The risk um, thing here or there. But, you know, yeah. in a way, like his the thing that's been really good this year has been the iron play. And I think there were other reasons that there were struggles because of, you know, maybe contracts. Yeah. And yeah. and a golf ball that doesn't spin very much, but maybe got that figured out. Well, that's so I was about to transition to like, what does. Does this mean anything for like next year's majors, which, of course, are continue to be like the They're primary so far drive. away, right? And between now and then, he'll probably have a new carbon whatever deal he's got to figure out. Carbon woods, ball. Can't wait. So, can't wait for those couple weeks when when all the new equipment gets launched and it's jammed down our throat. How good it is! That's revolutionized. No, no, this one has changed. This one, this time, is different. It's not. It's no, right don't corner, disregard Brandon. what we said the previous ten times. <laughs> January's this one. Um, there was a little bit of like. I mean, you've played Congaree, right? You've been there? Yeah. There's a little people like doing the Augusta thing. I don't know why, just because there's, I don't know, it's a similar region of like, this is why his game travels to Augusta, plays well. I, I don't know. There was that seeping in. But like, the Masters is whatever, eight months away. It's so far, so far away. So, um, all right. Anything else from Congaree? It's it's impressive. It's impressive. He's He's been like, we overdo it a little bit probably on the praise with like, you know, um, like, you know, golf channel overdoes it with just, you know, and, and they have golf pass relationship, but like he is a very impressive person, but like, I think now it's like, it's much easier to compliment him when he's kicking ass on the golf course and he's the best player in the world. And, and so you, you don't, you aren't defaulting to these like kind of treacly cliches about, his character, which is good, and, and it is a good character, but you know, kicking ass on the golf course is much more fun to talk about too. Uh, Rom, kind of incredible. He talks about like all the thoughts in his head and how he's not playing well, and his iron game is terrible, and he's kind of in it until the I don't know thirteenth hole, twelfth hole, tie, you know, one off the lead, tied for the lead, uh, and just to hear him talk, you'd think like. He was this guy was falling. Couldn't find the center of the face. He's just like I I I can't believe I shot that nine hundred par round and 
Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not playing well, but that's the kind of talent that Rom is when he says his irons are not good. He's still, you know, T5, T4 and, and contending up until like, you know, early back nine. So um, good fight from the kitty cat. He's. I walked with the kitty cat at St. Andrews because he played with Phil because that's the banished Phil to the kitty cat. <laughs> Did you enjoy your walk with the kitty cat? I could not believe he shot under par. He was like the low round. He was pointing left and right off every tee. And I know the old course is wide. He was like terrible, terrible. And then somehow he like turned it into like a, a 70 or something. What He's, about a kitty cat? Firm, firm and fast conditions might oh, be where the kitty yeah. cat comes to play. Global player. He played all over the world. Any conditions, the kitty cat. <laughs> I um, loved how, right. uh, how, uh, what's his name? Said uh, Kitty Yama. Um, Immelman? No, Byram. Uh, no, the, the uh, God, I can't believe I'm blanking. Uh, lead announcer, uh, Sands. Sands, right? Kitiyama. Kitiyama. Yeah. Um, but right. yeah, he's not fun to watch. I, I, they, they call. It, I, I love that they're like he, he had like a two foot putt. He's lining up, and, and no one's turning in to watch him, anyways. The announcers I, I are like game player. He's now. he's so meticulous, even with these short putts. And it's just like they sh- that should just have like an auto like translation that comes across the screen. Hurry. This guy's oh. slow as shit. <laughs> meticulous. <laughs> yeah, that might mean something else. We know what you're trying to say here. Your breakout contender, right? Didn't you have Wise? Didn't you have Aaron yeah. Wise as one of your four? He finished sixth. It's not like a real limb. He's got to win. Yeah, I, know. For, I, I want to. Well. I want the record to be clear. Like Wise has to like win and be like top fifteen FedEx Cup type, type stuff oh, to be. There you are. Your FedEx Cup. You yeah, love well, to shout the FedEx. That's Cup. I'm a big FedEx Cup guy. Okay. Everybody who's listening to this podcast knows that I'm into that stuff. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch any of the Korea Ladies Championship, the BMW. It was overnight. It was hard. I watched a little bit early, early coverage. I did not see Lydia Ko clean up in the middle, like just like I didn't see Keegan Bradley finish out Ricky last week. So, um, another one that's she's probably going to get to number one in the world. Almost could have this week. Seems like you know it's her first, I think, multi-win year since in like six, seven years since 2016. So she seems to be playing really, really well. The tour is a little deeper, maybe than when she was, or, or she's, you know, it's it's harder to win. Guess but how many top five she has in her last 25 starts? It's a lot. I know that. Um, top 25 starts, top fives, top fives, 25 starts, um, like 12. 13 half okay over half that's unbelievable um yeah i i think the one thing like she's obviously she went through some stuff she wasn't playing great the one thing that hasn't been piling up is wins and like we talked about a couple episodes ago like difference between a win and a top five can be like bounces you know a bounce here a bounce there yep and it just it seems like they're gonna the floodgates are gonna open again for it seems like that, but yeah, you never know. Uh, Andrea Lee, Hu Jim Kim, He Jin Choi, all top five there. Ataya Titikul kind of you know wrecked it coming in. She was expected, you know, out front and shot seventy four on uh Sunday. So that's your LPGA. Champs tour <laughs> Steven Alker. 
Just reborn. What was it? What was the quote from the Champion Store executive? Reborn. Second lease on life. Steven Alker wins the first leg of the Schwab Cup that. playoffs. I like these advertisers got to take it. The, the, the Golf Channel ads are out of control, or the tour ads. They were pumping up the Schwab Cup. They start, a guy comes on, he goes, This will be legendary. And they're talking about the Schwab Cup playoffs. And like you just can't do that. It's like golf pass will change your life. It not only will not only will improve your golf, it will improve your life. Like if you just say everything's legendary, like no one's gonna believe it when there's actually legendary. Like you cannot just you cannot tell us the Schwab Cup playoffs are going to be legendary. I am happy for Steven Alker of the second lease on life. He beat KJ Choi, flashback Friday, uh bumped by a shot in Richmond. Alker, I've read a Michael Bamberger column that had a lot of Alker nuggets in it. So I'm happy for him that he's doing well, but this isn't what Chuck Chuck Schwab necessarily signed up for when he talked about the playoffs. He wanted, you know, Podrick versus Ernie versus Furick, you know, that kind of thing. But, hey, I, I don't understand how he's almost winning every single week. Is he that good, or is everybody else? I just think we need Alker. I, I think this is the thing. This is there should be. When I talk about free flowing systems, if you're going to keep the Champions Tour around, I think they should bump Alker up to the tour and just see if he miscuts a bunch of times. Like, what's going on? It's hard to contextualize. You're right. You are right. It, it's hard to like. Like, and if he can't make cuts on tour winning. again, like then just time. send him back down and 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 cancel the Champions Tour. That's kind of a good like barometer litmus test. The Alker test. They put him up there. If he can't do it, yeah, let him play the fall series. Okay, that's your Champions Tour update. Majorca, we already kind of ran through. Uh, other news. Uh, I we got to call out uh, the amateur Taiga Semikawa, number one amateur in the world. Wins the Japan Open. Beats like Adam Scott's in the field. There's some like real pros in the field. Wins, uh, wins a professional event, the the Japan Open, dominating the Japan Tour. This is now a run. I asked around, like, God, Japan's producing a lot of world amateur number ones. We had, you know, Kanaya, Kaida Nakajima, like last year this time, and now we have Taiga Semakawa. I was like, is there like, obviously they're they're, they're really talented, and are they on a cycle of just like is this like a Hideki effect? Well, like the Wagger ranking, Wagger, Wagger, Wagger. I was corrected on that a couple of times. Say it's Wagger. Whatever. It could be Wagger. They they don't, they don't, you we know. We can say whatever we want. Wagger. Yeah. I mean, like the Japan tour, like points, you get a lot of them. And hence we, you know, I, it's not to diminish their talent, but they've helped with sort of this run of world number ones in amateur golf hailing from Japan. So we'll see. Kanaya. Kind of struggled this year. He was sort of a, a nothing burger. But this is uh, winning a real Japan golf tour event. Japan Open with real player Adam Scott. A lot of good players in there. Is really impressive. And now he's going to be number one in Wager for a while. Other news. We didn't talk about it. It's now like three or four days late. Uh, Majed Al-Soror walked back his comment about... Hey, I don't think he walked it back. He just sort of muddled it up a little bit. Um Garrett Morrison had, uh, is it Zach Halfin? 
uh, the New Yorker writer who got those original mm-hmm. quotes on the fried egg podcast. I listened to that like first thing Friday morning. I actually thought it was an awesome chat. I'd love when we get like not, uh, the Royal, we, all of us in golf, get some people from outside of golf to come in with their own observations of the tour. He had some amusing ones of what like the tour tents like. And then obviously the live versus PGA tour battle. I thought it was pretty edifying, but uh, a big part of that report was the Majed Al Sor quote about, I'm going to make my own majors. He had a, uh, statement on Friday before we had recorded or Thursday, maybe before we had recorded saying, uh, I had a casual conversation with the New Yorker, a uh, New Yorker reporter at live Boston. I expressed my frustration. It's just like two friends. It, it was an interview. It wasn't a casual, like, I don't know, like he's on the record. I don't understand when it comes to majors, those tournaments stand alone and are independent of live. I have the utmost respect for the majors. The majors are about history, heritage, true competition and honor. The story wrongfully expressed and misrepresented my views. They weren't as, like, he didn't, they weren't views to interpret. They were quotes. Like, he said that. (laughs) You know, it wasn't like he said something and then the New Yorker implied something. They were his quotes. They they were his views. There was nothing to misrepresent or or wrongfully express. They were his views, his own quotes. It sounds to me like the quotes came out and the players were all like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. like, the what? live players. Yeah. yeah. You're all like, why'd you say that? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to get into a big live segment, but the, when they first came out, I, I just felt like they need a few more friends in the ecosystem, right? Or at least not further antagonizing friends i don't know what they're gonna make friends but like pissing other people non-tour entities off inciting them doesn't seem like the immediate play like at least in like black and white quotes maybe behind the scenes i now i don't think he's necessarily said i'm not going to create my own majors he didn't totally say that he just said he was misrepresented and, and you know i have the utmost respect for the major so i think he's trying to um at least you know, walk it back a little bit with his own live guys and sort of soften the the heat he put on the majors. So that's it. Do you have any other? Do you have any other thoughts on that? I I agree with walk what back. you said. It was oh, it was like a, I don't I don't believe that he did not intend those comments. That's you know he we got a lens into what he believes about the majors. And He's uh, they're frustrated. He's pissed off. So yeah. All right. Well. I think that does it for this Monday episode as we record late Sunday. Uh, everyone enjoy your start of the week, your Mondays, your Sunday nights. Enjoy we'll be the back Bears with- uh, Monday night. No, no one's going to do that. We've no got, we've got that. an event. I'm kind of happy. I think that it'll shelter me from from seeing a lot of the game. What um, do we have? The Maiden? at uh, the Central Meadow? California event. Yeah. Ah. Hometown event for me here in Central California. I got to book my flight to Atlanta. Next week for the LaGrange, the Fields event. And I'm staring down the barrel of, do I actually do like the, the Spirit Airlines Frontier? No. For like $49. You can't. Or just fly just, my usual. You cannot do it. I kind of want to do it for the adventure. It's $49 to Atlanta. You might not get to the event. Yeah. Yeah. I got an invitation. I may fly to Birmingham. We'll see. I don't know. I got an invitation to play golf there. We'll see. But yeah, I'm trying to oh, debate if I just look at pull you, the trigger on on uh, where are you gonna go, Shoal? Spirit Airlines. I don't know. We'll see. 
We'll see what happens. But yeah, can you still sign up for the fields? Is that I open? I think so. Still? I I believe so. If you want to do that, the Dratty guys are coming with collegiate merch, and you can get promo codes and thirty percent off if you're there. You can order Dratty stuff, and we'll be there watching college football and eating pig and everything else. So good luck with the uh, Meadow Club the deal, the maiden, and uh, you know sign up for the fields if you want to. If you're in the southeastern United States. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. Mm-hmm.